Welcome to the Earth Mike Show, and we have some very informative news for you today. As you might have noticed, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but that's okay. We have switched hosts. Our show is no longer hosted by Anchor FM, as we have switched to Captivate FM. We make the switch because Captivate will allow us to have more freedom and greater opportunities for growth. Captivate has given us tons more features, a website for all our episodes, and a booking site where you can book a free episode with us to freely express yourself on our platform. Along with that, we'll be experimenting with different things to try and captivate the audience a bit more. See what I did there? We've probably been slacking a bit, but that don't mean you shouldn't keep listening. The Earth and Mike Show known Captivate FM. Leon? Yeah. Welcome to Earth and Mike, man. Uh, where conversations always, uh, let's just say different, you know. Oh yeah, welcome, welcome everybody. This is that episode, it's short time. Of course, I gotta hit them with the punchline. Okay, uh, on this week's episode, I was joined by Nolazi. Okay, now you gotta take that back. Uh, on this week's episode, I was joined by the lovely no loss is there better with enough fabulous okay uh, on this week's episode i was joined by the fabulous no as we spoke about the the vaccine uh voting against the anc and uh what her favorite color is and uh, if it had any impact on her childhood so yeah just uh Enjoy the episode, listen to it. Uh, she has a nice voice, so it'll probably be, I don't know, tuned in. But hey, enjoy the episode. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm okay, thanks, and you? Are you still feeling sick or... I'm okay. I'm I'm good to I'm good to go on with with the meeting okay. of the recording. Yes, I'm okay to go on with it. Let me do a quick in- introduction there. Uh welcome to the Earth and Mike show. Uh today we have a very special guest. Uh she was previously on an episode with Latifa and Faith for the Women's Day special. I think she's a BCom law. You're a BCom law student, eh? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, she's a BCom law student, second year. None other than Nonazima Sang. I'll just add some claps there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the warm welcome. Thanks so much, Katiako. Yeah. Like, we hardly do introductions. Like, I think this is the first time I've ever done an introduction before okay well i am very excited to be the first um i really am thanks for the warm welcome thank you so much what do you have in your mind today what do i have in my mind today oh 
Well, I'm, I'm thinking about the vaccination. <laughs> I'm thinking you whether want... to get it or not. I don't know. Like, my mom doesn't want us to get vaccinated. Like, is, she's against is she it. Va- is she vaccinated, though? No, she said she's never going to do it. Okay, what are her reasons for that? Uh, she thinks it's deadly. One. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, because... She's had a few friends and other people where, like, they got vaccinated, but then they, like, lose certain things about themselves. Like, I had, like, one friend who got vaccinated, and then, like, he lost his sense of smell for, like, a few days. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, she's, well, she's afraid of, like, dying. Yeah, like, I know. Hey, because, like, a couple of weeks ago, my grand got vaccinated and she was completely fine after it. Like, she was fine. I was, yeah. like, really skeptical, you know, doing it. And when she actually decided to go do it, I was pissed. And I'm like, weren't we supposed to do it together, you know? And she's like, nah, yeah. well, I did it. And I'm like, okay, how are you feeling? And she's like, she's okay. My mother got vaccinated as well. She's okay. You get me. But then you find some other people that react in a different way towards this vaccination so i've got a lot of questions honestly about it um so i'm i'm just yeah yeah i think some people react differently to it yeah definitely yeah because not everybody gets sick or or yeah i think some people get well yeah yeah or loses some sort of sense of smell or rather taste or have headaches after they get it people are different it goes i think it goes to show that each and every body is designed differently yeah yeah so i don't know i'll see whether i get it or not given the fact that i i might be writing my exams on on campus oh yeah like is it a must for like university students going back you must get vaccinated Okay, that I don't know. I don't want to lie. But as far as I'm concerned, it was said that you can't be forced to take the vaccination against your yeah. will. You get me? But, yeah. And then I, as time goes on, they, they, start, they start implementing these, these actions or rather that kind of limit people. Yeah, because I know some were like, they like offer rewards, where like if yeah. you get vaccinated. Yeah, I also, mm, yo, it's just too much. And I also saw with insurance companies, like insurance companies don't offer insurances to people who are not vaccinated currently. So yeah. if you want to open an insurance or um, a funeral cover, things of such of such um, instances, they don't exactly allow you to do it because you're not vaccinated. So right now you you limited and you don't get the same privileges as people who are vaccinated, which is which is unfair, honestly. Which is unfair. Yeah, which is like totally unfair. So I don't know how everything's gonna go, but we'll see you know the current state in south africa is just very it's a bitter it's a bitter pill to swallow yeah 
it's a very bitter pill to swallow, you know. And then you just start questioning your your decisions and if you're actually going to stay in South Africa or you're gonna plan to relocate at some point. But I just think, like, if you want to leave, I think you have to get vaccinated because I don't think it'll allow you to get on a plane if, if you're not, not vaccinated. vaccinated. You get yeah. so it's just like they say you are not forced, but then you can't do certain things if you're not vaccinated. I think they're just trying to like put like incentives to it to be like, okay, we're not forcing you, but if you do, then you can get this and this and that. Honestly, and I just, I honestly just think I, they should have just been honest with us from the beginning. They be should like, have just been honest with us. It would have been a bitter pill to swallow at that point, but we would have at least, you know, prepared ourselves yeah. for such, you know. But now, them not being the government, the state not being honest with us is just... It's just very frustrating, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how the next elections go. Are you planning to vote? Have you registered to vote? As you know, guys, this is a voting season in South Africa. Kaunali ANC Buffett. Kaunali ANC. Oja Mawakala ANC. Oja Papawakala ANC. Our support in DA Buffett. Support in DA Democratic Alliance. This advert is brought to you by the DA. <laughs> ah, but come on, guys, please. Come on, let's Aaron Cooper, so we can all cope with the, the stress. Really wanna. So uh, yeah, guys, come on, let's Nah, I'm registered. I don't even know where to vote. <laughs> but would you register like, to vote? I don't. Maybe because I heard like if you don't vote, like, like I got you know like uh, I think it's, it's every five years where the stats essay they count how many people are in essay. Mm. Yeah. So like from I got like I got if you get registered like you. Let's say stats say they like uh, say like you're registered to vote and things like that. And then those aren't registered to vote, I heard that like their vote automatically by default goes to the the majority party. Okay. So like you not voting is it's almost like you're still voting. I didn't know by of default. that, but honestly, I'm at a point where I don't think I'm ready to vote as of yet, given the uncertainty yeah. of everything like you don't going know which, on. You don't know, which, like you don't know which party might suit your interest. Not that I don't know which party, you know. It's just that given the, the current state that we are in, I, I wouldn't want to vote because at this point, as you see, the current governing party... Yeah. You know, as I wouldn't say they're doing their best, but they're doing what they can to secure. But I think there's, I think there's more they can do. Just 
Yeah. You get me. So I wouldn't say they're doing their best. I think they're doing what they can do. It's not their best. Given the corruption behind it, it's not their best. You get me. Yeah. Yeah. And we we haven't been ever since we became a democratic republic, we haven't been governed by any other party but the ANC. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe it's it's time for a change. Honestly, it is time for a change. I just think that uh, some people are afraid of change because they don't know where to put their hope in. Or I think people have like got into a place of like complacency with the ANC. Yeah. So it's like they're like they might be scared to see how other parties might rule over the country because they're used to the ANC. You get me. So I I honestly feel like at this point we need change you get me and i feel the change that we need is not offered by the anc and i think what happened um from the beginning of the pandemic till now should be an indication of what we want our governing party to do for us you get me i feel like we we've seen how things changed and we've seen how the corruption which was once said to to be stopped or rather they were trying to stop hasn't exactly stopped at that point yeah you get me there's a whole lot of scandals regarding that and stuff and i'm not going to go into that you know we all watch the news and we all have our views and opinion but i do believe that we need change honestly like, like do you watch the news on a regular basis i wouldn't say i watch the news on a regular basis i don't even listen to the president's addresses anymore <laughs> yeah. at this point because although I, I just don't i just don't watch the news i watch what's what appeals to me per se like all the the law law related stuff like the cases going on regarding yeah. the the corruption or whatever the case may be that i watch that i watch i i'm interested in that i just want to see their verdict at the end of the day um yeah although sometimes it's a bit depressing watching it because you know that these people have a higher power you know and some of these verdicts are not exactly suited for the type of of corruption or the type of things they committed the types of crimes they committed and then you wish they could kind of give them a heavier sentence and then they give them a lighter sentence things like that just yeah like five years you know but then as as i said they add a higher a higher social status than we are so obviously things are different for them they can afford I'm gonna try my best to not watch the news because, like, I have a theory in there that, like, mm. the news is like a place for negativity. Because, like, you never like watch the news and there's like positive news. Most of all, like, it's like negative news. And the news, like, they thrive of fear. Or the more fear they put into people, the more people, like, maybe watch the news, then talk about what was on the news, all the stories. and things like that 
Yeah, I definitely get your point. I definitely get your point, but I don't think. I think. I think more than anything, if it wasn't for the news, certain things there are news channels which are not faithful or that do not represent that are that misrepresent information, yeah. right? Um, but. I would say that more than anything, news is there to educate us, right? Yeah. But then it's up to each and every individual to to kind of form an opinion on what is being said. So yeah. just as you have formed an opinion that, you know, news is there, to more or less instill fear and it comes there's nothing positive on the news i definitely get your point because honestly even if there is something positive it just takes up probably 10 percent of the news segment for that yeah. day and then the rest is just crisis or whatever you know something like most time you watch the news it's either crime or strikes or yeah. on maybe like like maybe like two minutes of sport and then weather but then most of all i don't i don't, I don't enjoy watching the news yeah like at home hardly watch the news at home well i these days i i rely on twitter <laughs> to know what's going yeah. on like what's trending yeah yeah, like what's trending, what's going on, and what people think. You know, it's quite interesting looking at the comments and, you know, kind of listening or reading about what people think, what people's thoughts are, their opinions, yeah. you know. It's kind of very interesting looking at the comment section. But the problem that comes with it, like, a lot of people also spread misinformation. Yeah. On Twitter. Mm. On things like that. Like, yeah. I wanted to, there was this other theory which I like had about like uh, childhood. Mm. And I think most, most people, when, when they look at childhood, they usually look at like the trauma and not really like things from their childhood which like have like helped them today. Yeah. And so, like, I want to ask like a simple question, you know, which once we get deeper will like make sense. So, like, what is your favorite color? Okay, my favorite color is pink. Pink, okay. Like, was pink a predominant color in your life when you were growing up? Um, well, it it was um, given the environment I grew up in. You know, at yeah. that point, um, I had an older sister, obviously, but at that point, she had moved out of the house. And it was just my mother and I and my dad. So pink was just like a predominant color because everything, most of my things were pink because I was like the only girl, little girl in the house, you know. And obviously, it was with, with females most of the time. Yeah. So it grew on me. It It just grew on me. And quite a lot of things that symbolized my childhood were in the color pink so it's it's something that kind of stained on me if you'd place it that way 
Yeah. Okay, like side note, ne? did you know that the color pink back in like the, was it before 1940, like the color pink was actually a male color and then the color blue was a female color. Yes, then, I, I, I know. As time went on, they just switched. So yeah, so this shows that like you didn't actually pick your favorite color. It was like a color which was like around you the most. Yes, definitely. And it kind of grew on me because I associated it with a lot of my childhood memories. So when I think of pink, rather than it just being an ordinary color, to me, it brings back memories. To me, it brings back my favorite teddy. To me, it's just my favorite blankie. It brings back the color of my room. You know, it just goes to show that sometimes your favorite color is not necessarily what you picked but it's something that that gives you a sense of safety or a sense of home you know it gives you that feeling of homecoming yes definitely definitely you know just gets you to think back on on some of your your childhood memories yeah so like would you ever change your favorite color or would it just stay pink forever no in all honesty I think pink has grown on me because till this day, quite a lot of, I wouldn't say my clothing is definitely definitely not pink, you know. I've got one or two things that are pink, but things like my water bottles, my notebooks, um, they've got a touch of pink, although they're not all pink, but they've got a touch of pink, you know. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's something that's, that's grown on me. I don't know if I'll change it or whatnot, but it's something that's grown on me. Although I don't wear pink, I do have quite a lot of things that I buy which are pink, such as my water bottles. Those yeah. are all pink. Um, even if they're not dominantly pink, but there is like a bit of pink there, you know. So like, are they... Things from are there other things from your childhood that like you look at today and be like, I used to like this when I was younger and it just continued. Well, that's that's very difficult because as kids we obviously evolve, right? But there are yeah. certain things that just trigger certain um certain memories, you know that you were very fond of or whatever the case may be or some of the happier days in your childhood. So I wouldn't necessarily say they are things that currently, um, but they are things that I, I tend to look back upon and be like, okay, that was a very important factor of my life. It did contribute quite a lot at that specific point. And I acknowledge that I'm grateful for that. But at this point of my life, I don't think it would have the same impact it did. And... So like, but like, are there things which you do or maybe stuff that you buy that you don't even know why you buy it, but because like, let me start, like for me, né, like every time I go into the store, né, mm-hmm. I think I always buy Lay's Saltet. <laughs> and like to this day, I, I, I still don't know why I like that flavor. Because like, I'm always thinking back, like, was there ever a time when I was younger where this used to be 
something which I liked a lot, but like I still don't know. But there are other things which I know that the reason why I buy it is because when I was younger, this isn't that. So I want to know like other things which, which are like that. Like you don't know why, and then you, you also know why. Okay, well, it, it's just like the snacks, you know. As you grow older, obviously your your taste bites become different. You start trying out new things you you know but there are certain things that just take you home like sourworms i'm a big fan of sour i love yeah. sweets like i i could like eat sweets all you day sweet I a, yeah i've got a sweet tooth but there's something about sourworms man like sourworms that takes me back yeah. home because i feel like yeah i've got a, a soft spot for sourworms I also don't understand why, but I know yeah. I've got a soft spot for sourworms. <laughs> don't know Spotify, don't have an iPhone, not familiar with Google, and don't like Amazon because of Jeff Bezos. Well, we have our own website where you can stream our episodes for free and conveniently. Head over to www.earthymike.com and check our episodes. Say it again. Head over to www.earth3mike.com. Check our episodes. The Earth and Mike Show. Weigh in on our spills. Ah, as you guys know, October is a mental health awareness month. So I've read, uh, I can say, but yeah, that's what they say. So this advert is brought to you by the Department of Health. That guy all over half I have. I got shot that brain cell number I have. Oh handle with care. It's one of the books in the Yadi Khalas and Mawai Vili Budimu. Mahamud Viriki Sarkzawaye. Maro level up by Angawat. Maro Wotor Khalas the legs away. So yeah, guys, be gentle with other people, you know? Mental health awareness, yeah. That's fine. Like, is it is it easy to stay loyal to things than it is to people? You know, that's that's a very difficult question because I think we stay loyal to things unknowingly. Yeah. You get, like we don't realize that it's more of a of a subconscious mechanism. You get me? Like we don't yeah. realize it. We don't realize it. We don't realize it. So, but I think to people, we, as we grow up or as we form different relationships, whether it's a friendship or a romantical relationship or a formal relationship, work-related relationship, you know, we start exploring different emotions. You get me? Yeah. I just Unlike, think like, yeah. Mm, yeah, like we start exploring different emotions and then we start formulating rather a precise a precise checklist of what a person should do in order for him or he, him or she to gain your your loyalty or whatever the case may be and i think i think that's unfair cuz people are different 
like with I, I think like it's easier with things because right now like things that you buy like they're not human or one so they don't really yeah. change a lot or one. yeah but then things with people people do change a lot and sometimes so they just that kind of feeling that you had for them might just like start fading away or yeah definitely like, I definitely like I definitely understand your point I think to to um brother with things we we obviously don't experience a lot of emotion from them yeah because they just they you know so they're subjected to whatever we feel at any time of the day you know but with people it's different you've got to be considerate of the others the other parties emotions feelings you know so honestly i i do agree with you i do agree with you and people do change a lot and sometimes it's not that they realize they're changing but it's because of their circumstances and their surroundings that they are actually forced to change and evolve yeah yeah like do do small changes irritate you like small changes like let's say like for me example man like i don't like uh was uh like I don't like like loud noises and like sounds which I can't identify or what. Yeah. Like have you ever been like, maybe like in your room and then it's just like quiet and then you hear the sound and then you like focus on it and like you like you like irritates you like that. So like you get irritated easily or does it take a while? I don't think I get irritated easily depending on my mood, honestly. So um but small changes do, do, do trigger something in me. You get me. Like I, most people say I have OCD, but I don't think I've got OCD. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I want things to to go in a perfect manner, in a specific way, and it doesn't necessarily yeah, have to be my way, but it has yeah. to be a specific way. Just like how I can't study at 11.57 you know I've got to study at 12 o'clock I've got to start <laughs> yeah like I had somewhere like people like that like will have like some sort of like like psychopath type of things like I'm like I'm also the same like I'd be like I'd be like let's say like I want to do something at like 2 o'clock on and then it's like one forty-seven. I'm like, nah, I'm like starting two. But then if it's like, let's say it just goes past two, it's like maybe two minutes past two. I'll be like, maybe like two fifteen, things like that. No one. And and I don't think most people consider it as procrastination. It's not procrastination. That's one yeah. thing I've come to realize that I want to do it, but because something is not aligned with what I, I am unable to do it. Yeah. So I I just can't like I can't start at a at an odd time to study. For instance, if it's like legit fourteen o two p.m. and I plan to start something at two, I'm gonna be like, I'm rather gonna start it at quarter past two or at half past two. I can't start in the middle of that. Yeah, it it just doesn't work out. I just can't. Just like with with my time schedule my time schedule i've got like a time schedule every day of how things are supposed to go what time i'm supposed to wake up 
what time I'm supposed to do this or whatever the case may be. And if I miss one task on that list, automatically what comes after that becomes a hassle because I I feel like my brain jams a bit. Yeah. It just so jams like, a bit because... You like routine. I wouldn't say I like routine, but I like my things done in a specific way because that aspect of my life doesn't apply to each and every sector of my life. Do you get me? It's just, it it applies to specific things. Not like my whole life. So, yeah. Like, I don't really have like structure and routine things like, mine is like mixed. Yeah, it's like mixed. There's certain things where, okay, they need structure. Other things is like they don't need structure at all. Yeah, definitely. Like, I definitely understand you. That's like, that's me. Honestly, that's me. Yeah. So like, I want to know like, yeah, like when you wear clothes, yeah, mm. is there always a structure to it? Or is it just like, I'll just mix and mash? Yo, I feel like that that depends, honestly, because <laughs> I don't know if I am allowed to say this, but with me, ne? Yeah. like, I don't really fuss about what I wear in, um, like, indoors most of the time, I'm just naked, I, I don't wear anything. You get me yeah. indoors. Um, most of the time I'm naked. Honestly, I am naked, and it's something I. I grew up around per se. Yeah. You get me, cause, like, at my place currently, I'm with my mother and my little brother. My dad doesn't stay with us full time, but. Either way, like, so my little brother is like the only boy, um, in the house and on my maternal side of the family the rest of us are just girls so from a young age things on my maternal side of the family were just very chilled like you could just get to the house after a long day and just get undressed and nobody would say a thing you know you could just walk around not just and nobody would say a thing it's just like the way you embrace your body you know so I grew up like that I still do it now and most people find it weird that I do it but I do it even my mother does it and I there's nothing wrong because that's how I I grew up I don't think it's uh, it's not weird for you I think of course people are going to say it's weird because they've probably never seen it and they've probably yeah that's the thing yeah Yeah. so me from probably like my my place in Hatefield or something and then I get home and then my mother is like not dressed. It's, it's not weird. I don't find it weird. Yeah. I don't find it weird. With your question, um, so I think with clothes, when I like legit have to go somewhere, then my clothes are structured. I have to plan an outfit. Check how it looks. If it doesn't yeah. look nice, then I change it and then find something else or change the top. So it's very structured. Structured one would say I got, like mine is structured with like colors or one because yeah. thing is me uh currently now and then like example like I have like uh two pairs of slides or one which you know what slides mm. slides mm, are I do. I so do. yeah so like one is black and one is blue so if I wear light clothes maybe like white gray yellow I wear the blue mm. slides 
Mm. But then if I'm wearing darker clothes, then I wear like the black slides. And also plus like most of the clothes I wear, like if they're lighter, I wear the lighter shoes. They're oh, darker okay. than I wear the darker shoes. Okay. I, I definitely guess. understand. So when you color coordinate, one would say that. Yeah, mostly. I like I like like yeah. I like like you colors are... that like Yeah. Yeah, something match, like that. Like, like also when I not like match, but also like when I make videos, like I like colors that are let's say like if I'm using light colors and I only want to use light colors, I don't want to use anything dark. If I'm using dark colors, I just want it to be like dark colors only. I don't, I don't like yeah, I don't like, like color block or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely and, and most people like dark color things. I don't know why I like dark colors. Well, they are. Dark colors are really nice. Dark colors are really nice. I like dark colors. So, and one thing I, I've realized with me is that I don't mind contrasting dark and light, but they shouldn't be too far off. You get me? They should be rather more or less. They should correlate. Like black t-shirt and like white jeans. Well, white is too far fetched. Probably like black jeans, right? With like yeah. a black tee, probably written in white or with a white graphic design. Yeah. Yeah. Are they like some colors which you are like against? Like you'll never wear this color? I don't think I'm against them, but I, I when I buy clothes or or stuff, I, I tend to to check the color of the clothing with my skin tone. Yeah. <laughs> you get me. Like I've yeah. realized I'm light. I'm light. I'm light skinned. So um most colors like kinda correlate with my skin tone. It's not like I can't wear I can practically wear almost each and every color. You get yeah. but there's some colors that I don't like when I'm wearing them, but another person can wear. Yeah, like with me, you know, like uh, like I choose clothes depending on the shoes I have. So it's like okay. if, like, let's say, like if I want to buy a t-shirt, but then I don't have shoes that is the color of the t-shirt, then I don't buy it. Because mm. mostly, like, I want to match my t-shirt and the shoes. Okay, okay. Yeah, most of the time. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Like, most most guys don't. Most guys just wear whatever. On. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely understand your point. I realize that I do that with, with my sneakers quite a lot. Yeah, yeah like, with my sneakers. If I'm going to be wearing, like, white sneakers or pink sneakers or well, you have or pink shoes like mm? you have pink shoes yeah i've got pink shoes pink sneakers i've got like three pairs of pink sneakers different types of pigs though <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever seen pink sneakers before they're not Maybe all pink are... like all pink they just have like parts like, where they like pink Oh, I thought maybe like all pink. Nah, my vents, my 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 vents, my old school vents. Those are pink, but they're like a dusty pink type of situation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are you a car lover, car enthusiast, or you just love cars in general? Well, I'm here to spice up your day. If you haven't heard about reviews and wheels, go check them out on Instagram. The car you want, we might have a review on. So go check them out at reviews underscore and underscore wheels on Instagram. What are you waiting for, baby? Let's go. Launching a new booking site for people who want to be featured guests. You might not have the platform to express yourself to the right people, but we do. So head over to www.earthbeamike.com slash booking, pick a date, enter your details, bio, social media links, etc. Anything you need to book us. So I say again, head over to www.earthbeamike.com slash booking. Book yours today. The Earth and Mike Show is your show too. Yeah. yeah. So no, I just wanted to ask on on what you think soul ties are and if you think soul ties can be established from sex, just sex only. Cuz I don't think you can establish a soul tie with a person if you're not emotionally intimate with that person and psychologically intimate with that person, right? That's yeah. what I think. I think, hence why we can just have forget that you even had sex with that person because it was just like, what, probably a one-night stand. There weren't any emotions involved. So I don't think you can have a soul tie with, with such a person. And most people mistaken sex for a soul tie that you can be linked your souls can be linked if you have sex with a person. And I'm just like, if you're not intimate with a person, like sexually intimate with that person, you can't exactly establish a soul tie because in order for you to establish a soul tie, you need to be emotionally involved and to all your psychological state has to be aligned with your yeah. emotional state. Like for my view, the thing is, I don't think you can feel your soul I don't think you can feel your soul so it's like I think it's like I think they do get tired but then you don't feel it well now inside yeah definitely I don't think there's a difference between a spiritual tie and a soul tie you get me yeah because a, a spiritual tie is is your spirits coming together yeah I spiritually you can be tied together but as for a soul tie, I don't think it happens. So they are spiritual ties and then you find soul ties as well. But like, is there a difference between like spiritual and soul? Like well, spiritual. Are you asking if there's a difference? Yeah, I want to know like, is okay, it possible so... there's a difference between the spirit and the soul? So um, I wouldn't say there's a major difference, but spirituality goes with what you believe you get me with yeah. with what you believe with a higher power or whatever the case may be and your spirit you get me your spirit yeah. um but your soul is is something that that feels a lot of emotion you know yeah. hence why 
you can your best friend can be your soulmate because you've established that that bond it's an it's an emotional bond you have established that bond but then spiritually i think spiritually spirituality has to do with a higher power what you believe what your values are as well yeah. yeah so i do think there's a difference although it's not a major difference so when you have sex with somebody and you are not emotionally inclined or emotionally intimate with that person then you find that that sex that you have just had there is a spiritual bond but there isn't soul tying because yeah. your emotions are not aligned with each other so there is a spiritual bond something that's going to bond you guys forever there is a spiritual tie but not a soul tie you get me hence why you can move on with your day to day life but in the spirit your spirit is is forever inclined or connected with that person and sometimes your your spiritual your spiritual being or whatever happens in the spiritual realm can yeah. affect you physically doesn't it scare you or, mm. or like doesn't it scare you I don't think I think I don't think it scares me but I have a lot of questions about it yeah. you get me and because you know we well I'm I'm Debele and I I'd rather say I grew up in a in a family well not my immediate family but the my yeah. my family at large right Yeah. they they did believe in ancestors although it wasn't really deeply rooted but they did believe that there were ancestors and they did believe that um once in a while or if something was happening on the homestead or something we had to go to the graves to talk to abapanzi let them know what's going on you know upas I don't yeah. know what they call it kasotu but ngesizulu ukuphahla you know that that's something i grew up around although my mother wasn't directly involved in it at some point she obviously diverted and she became christian yeah you get me my mother became christian full on christian but my grandmother although my grandmother was 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 christian as well but her church allowed her to to be involved in ancestral practices yeah get me so hence why i'm saying i have a lot of questions because there's certain things that are done spiritually or regarding spirits or whatever the case may be regarding spirituality that i question because i want to know why they are done in that specific manner yeah so, like what sort of questions do you have about them okay for instance right um you know how when there's like a person in the family family that has just passed on yeah they 
after the, the funeral, the family, the immediate family has to cut their hair. Yeah, I, yeah, I know about that one, but yeah. Yeah, I've got questions on why it's done. I do, like, uh, I have a friend who, yeah, she also cut her hair. I think, but I think it's more like renewal, something about renewal, like okay. renewing, yeah, something about okay. that. So I don't, like, we don't, we don't practice that at all. You get me. Like, so I yeah, haven't, before. honestly, I'm not tight with my paternal side of the family. I'm tight with my maternal side of the family. And we're a very small family. We like a family of eight. Yeah. Like a family of eight. That's my maternal side of the family. It consists of my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, my sister, and the kids. We like eight of us. <laughs> so in my on my maternal side of the family, nobody has ever passed away that was close to me. You know, oh, yeah. that was really close that I had to be involved in such practices. Most of the time, people who pass away are like my my grandmother's extended family or whatever the yeah. case may be. I'm not directly involved. So I don't have to do it. So I've never been in a situation where I, I had to do it. So, But I did ask my grandmother, and she said she doesn't know why it's done, but she was born into it. Do you get me? And I remember yeah. telling her, I'm like, I think when I finally have the answer to my question and I think it's reasoning or the reasoning behind why it's done that way and I the reasoning makes sense to me and I understand. I think I would do it if anything were to happen within the family. But... Like, go bald. Like, completely bald. I don't know because I have dreadlocks and I don't want to cut my dreads. So it's a never thing. And I legit told them, like, if anything were to happen in the family, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to mourn in my specific way. Like wearing black clothes or... No, I don't even think I should wear black clothes. You get me? Because black is depressing, especially in such an environment. Yeah. Black is very depressing. It has a... It has a... Yes, Zulubati is seen, but it it just has this presence that's yeah. just not not okay. So as I was saying, Guti, I'm I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it because I don't understand why it's done. Because I believe when you mourn for a person, it's like it in a in your own comfortable space, and you should do it the way you're comfortable in. Yeah, I think money should be like inside because uh, I think twenty sixteen my my grandfather passed away. Yeah. But my but my mother and and his children they didn't wear black or cut their hair or anything like that. You get me. So it's 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 good that they didn't do it because they don't believe in it. And honestly, I don't believe in in wearing black to mourn somebody. I don't believe in that. I believe black. You can just wear black on any day. You get me. You don't have yeah. to mourn a person with with black. You don't have to show that you really cared about this person or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly believe differently about mourning. So hence why I'm saying I have a lot of questions about spirituality and especially African spirituality given that my family was not too invested in it, 
right? There are certain practices yeah. that my family did not do, but that I've heard of, that I've seen being done, that I've got questions about, but I can't exactly ask my family because my family never was never directly involved in it. Yeah, like they just like they grew seeing those things, and then they thought, well, like maybe this is what should be done, and then things like that. Yeah. So my family was never directly involved in it. So I can't question my family about it because they don't know much. Yeah. Yeah. But I've I've got tons of questions about African spirituality as a whole. And I think that's that's something I I wanna explore in depth. Anyway, yeah. what are your thoughts on abortion though? Yes. Uh, I don't really support it because like, okay, wait, ne. Thing is, like, if, like, <laughs> I don't really support it, ne. But the thing, like, uh, what I know is, like, I gotta know it's legal. If mm. like two months, is it two months, or like, okay, yeah, is it six so weeks? you can't have it after. Well, you can have it after twelve weeks, but that's the surgical one. But before yeah. that the the non-surgical one before the 12 weeks they give you like i think a pill yeah kind of yeah yeah like I, i'm not really I'm, I'm not really for it like like that but then i think the choice is not mine or i think the choice is with the, the person who's pregnant so yeah yeah but yeah full-on it lies with the person who is pregnant not with, you know what i i think ne? I, I yeah. do agree that it lies with the person who's pregnant, but then again, I think um, you should consider your partner's views on it. And and one thing I often say is that if like you talk to your partner and then he tells you, you tell him you're pregnant, and then he tells you that I'm not ready to be a dad, I think at that point you should also consider it because honestly, you just can't keep the baby per se and then later on you're gonna paint him as a as a unsupportive dad given that he actually told you that he was not ready to be a father whether it's financially or emotionally yeah yeah so i i honestly think it's like a two-way street you should consider what your partner says and y'all guys should come to like um a decision okay, like, together. Like, would like would you consider it? I would honestly, it? depending on on my circumstances at that time, because yeah. I'm a very logic, practical thinker. Yeah. My practical thinker. I I think ahead. So, for instance, right now, if I were to be pregnant, it would be really tough on me because financially, I'm not doing well. Yeah. I'm still independent. I'm still dependent, I mean, on my parents. Right. And yeah. if my partner is also in varsity just like I am, it, it wouldn't make sense for us to to undergo such an an intense thing, you get me. Because yeah. he's also not financially stable. I'm not financially stable. And I wouldn't want to bring a kid into such instability. Like, is there like is, is there a pill for it, or do you have to go to like the doctor straight? 
store, there's like a pill for it. Like they sell no, them but, or you get them no, from no, the... you've got to go get that pill at the doctor's or at an abortion okay. clinic. Okay. You just can't thought... get it anyway. Unless maybe back streets, but... Yeah. But yeah. it was sold. Mm-mm, that's only the morning after pill that's just sold anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we can cut the session. So I think it was a good session. It thank was. you for thank thank you for joining. No problem. Uh, so yeah, again, thanks for joining. I think it's been mm-hmm. a good session. Has been. Do you have any final words you want to share with people? I don't think I've got final words, but all I can just say is that happiness over everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, happiness over everything.